welcome to season two of Hardwood Hot Takes, uh, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. My name is Jay Ford. To my left, we have a new studio, no longer on my right. Uh, to my left is Matt Chaparro. Hey, 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 I'm ready for season two. That's his voice. Uh, and now across the table from me is Brett Carter. What's up? New new location in yep. in Nashville. We got out of the the old cloisters. Yeah, we are now in an actual house in a yeah. sunroom in the in the suburbs. Yeah, <laughs> like a couple streets down. Um, so yeah, we're back with uh, a season preview of this year's NBA season, and I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say about it. We're well, just... I think kind of a an overview of what we're going to do. We all have ranked the top 15 teams in each conference, what we think they're going to end up at the end of the year. And to make it interesting, I think we're going to do a little wager game out of it. So if you pick a team to get in the playoffs, you get one point. And if you actually get their correct seed, you get two you get two additional points. So if I say the Cavs are going to be number one in the East and it happens, I get three points. So then at the end, the winner gets to choose something for the other two to do within reason. Brett's just going to make us eat those hot sausages that he loves. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tijuana Mamas are coming your way if I win. Uh, but for the most part, we just want to like go through this and talk about yeah, what that, we think about yeah. these teams. Yeah, that's just an additional uh, bonus. Because things are cooler when there's scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have more skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. And maybe, you know, maybe we'll let you guys decide what, what the losers have to do. You know, if anybody wants to voice an opinion of what the losers have to do, just tweet us or email us. Tweet us at uh, Hardwood Takes. Hardwood Takes, yeah. Um, and let us know what you want from us. We're at your mercy. <laughs> Send so, us your questions, and we'll give you uh, biased opinions. Yeah, also that. If you want to uh, give Brett shit about the Bulls, that's totally fair. If if any of us are out of line or making terrible predictions, let us know. Yeah, especially because I'm sure 98% of our listeners are all <laughs> Grizzlies fans, so I'm sure I'll get a lot of heat. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, do we want to start? Uh, I think we're going to start in the Eastern Conference. Yes. And so start from the bottom and go until uh, we're not going to name our playoff teams yet. In the so East. 15 through 9. Yes, 15 through 9. And we're going backwards, so the worst teams first. So do we want to do it where like you stop me if I say something that you want to talk about? Uh, or should we, we go could through all, all three of us and yeah. then compare it? Let's do that. Let's do that, yeah. So, Jay, you go, then Matt, then me, and then we'll talk about our differences and who we think is not going to make the playoffs, maybe right. that someone else has making the playoffs. Okay, so from the bottom in the east, number 15, I have the New Jersey Nets. Uh, Brooklyn. As Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> They're in New Jersey for this season. Okay. Uh, so... And then one step up from them, number 14, no longer the worst team in the world, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. At 13, I have the Orlando Magic. At 12, I have the Miami Heat. At 11, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. At 10, I have the Chicago Bulls. (laughs) (laughs) At number 9, I have the Washington Wizards. Matt, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, do your 15 through 9 in the East. I was reading those as, as Jay was going, and I was reading his list thinking it was mine, and I was like, these are the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's my list. It's it's actually pretty similar, but there are some differences. Okay. At 15, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm. At 14, I have Philadelphia 76ers. At 13, I have the Orlando Magic. At 12... I have the Miami Heat. Number 11, the Milwaukee Bucks. Number 10, the New York Knicks. And number 9, the Washington Wizards. 
So you guys had one difference. Yeah, we swapped <laughs> out like the Bulls and Knicks, and that's it. Okay. All right, go ahead, Brett. Uh, I have 15 Nets, just like you guys. Sixers at 14. 13, I have the Heat. Um, 12, I have the Bucks. 11, I have the Magic. 10, I have the Hawks. And 9, I have the Knicks. Okay. So, mostly the same teams. I think it's interesting that we both had the uh, Nets as the, or all three of us had the Nets as the worst team instead yeah. of the Sixers. Well, the, the Nets have zero potential on their team, I think. Yeah. They're the least exciting team by far. Um, and just in case anybody hasn't figured this out yet, Ben Simmons broke his foot and is most likely right. probably not going to play. Right. So they don't have him, but Embiid is back. The Sixers are getting Embiid. Um, did they gain anyone else? Oh, they're getting uh, Saric. Yeah, Saric. And I feel like they may have got one like kind of crappy free agent, but I don't know. I didn't spend too much time researching the Sixers because I knew that they weren't going to be good. So they yeah. won. They won ten games last year. So we're saying they're probably going to win like over twenty, twenty-five probably. Uh, maybe. I just also think the Nets might only win like ten games. Yeah, the Nets won twenty-one last year. So. We're kind of swapping those two, I guess. Yeah. But I think the Sixers have a lot more uh, of like a growth or like a potential to win games this year. Yeah. I think um, Embiid uh, looks really interesting in the preseason. I haven't seen Saric play at all, but everything I've seen from Embiid makes him look dangerous. Right. Um, not having Ben Simmons is going to hurt, but, I mean, they were going to be bad anyway. But. What are the chances you guys think that uh – that Jaleel Okafor gets traded this season? I think he probably probably should get traded. I mean, that would make sense to get a backcourt yeah. player that's worth something on that team. It would make sense to trade either Okafor or uh, Noel. Yeah, yeah, because right now they have people that are basically 6 feet 10 and taller. They have Noel, Embiid, yeah. Okafor, and Ben Simmons. Um, Even though Ben Simmons plays more like a point forward, but still. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just see if they need Okafor's offense. Maybe they'll that'll be more valuable to them. Right. But Noel's pretty gifted defensively, so I, yeah. Okay, let's I move know. on from the Sixers. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> what, what are we doing? Uh, we all have the Heat out of the playoffs, right? Yeah, I have okay. them at thirteen actually. Which yeah, that's right. That may be a little mean, but just uh, I don't know they. They could be like tanking this year. There's some. There's been some Dragic rumors. So basically, um, right now they have Dragic, Dragic and Whiteside. Those are your two best players. Josh Richardson. <laughs> He's also injured though. Oh yeah. Tore his MCL. He'll be out for the first like. Or he, when it happened, I think it was about a month ago, and he's out for like eight to ten weeks. I think. Yeah. So he'll be later in the season. He'll be back. But they have Winslow too. But yeah, Justice Winslow, Winslow and Richardson's development is going to be a big difference, or like the big factor in whether they're actually like a good, did, or like decent team. Yeah. Did they lose Luau Deng too? Yeah, he went to the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. So it's their whole team back that was in the playoffs. They didn't have Bosch last year in the playoffs, so it's no. everyone back except for Dwayne Wade and Luau Deng. Yeah, that's and Joe Johnson. Right. So, yeah, know. but I, I guess I just don't believe in Dragic and Whiteside. Yeah, but carry them. Not 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 that not that controversial to have them out of the playoffs. I don't think. Yeah, I guess not. Um, so I don't know the Bucks. I don't know if we need to talk about them or not, or the Magic. I have the Bulls out of the playoffs at ten. Let's just go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, at, at ten. So I I also I should say this is I would was adjusting this for the minute up until I sent it to you guys. So I'm still not completely convinced myself on all of this stuff. I think like five through 10 in the East could be uh, just like a toss up almost. Um, And I have the bulls at the bottom of that list right now at 10 missing the playoffs. So I guess what gives you hope of them making the playoffs because i assume making the playoffs in the east is going to be 44 wins maybe 43 wins yeah probably so they won 
42 last year, and they were the nine seed, so they were 42 and 40. I see them going right around that again. I don't yeah. imagine them getting much worse or better. Um, the theme that I kind of went with picking these uh, seeds was just the players. So, like, the players on their teams, and this goes into the West, too. So, it's just it's just crazy to think that you have a team with Ronda, Wade, Butler not making the playoffs with a decent bench. Sure. But I would be shocked if they were any higher than seven. So, I mean, I don't have a lot of hope. I think it's going to be fun. Um, and we just traded Tony Snell for Michael Carter-Williams, not – not really a blockbuster, but uh, I don't know. We it's just it's hard to think that we have a team with no one that can shoot outside on a starting lineup. Yeah, like, I mean I don't know. The Grizz have operated under that uh, like a fair amount for the past seven or eight years. Been really bad at shooting three, but they've still been solid just by playing great defense. I that's where it breaks down for me is that. Yeah, they might they might be able to score on any given night, but I don't playing see defense. playing defense against teams that just drop threes right all game. You have Jimmy Butler, who's obviously going to be a good defender. Dwayne Wade has been a good defender, but he's old. Rondo is capable, but will not defend. <laughs> um, like and also, they do not have a defensive minded coach at all mm-hmm. in Fred Hoiberg. He just this and team is not is not fit yeah. Yeah. to his style of play. They want to yeah. run and gun, and they went out and they got Rondo, Dwayne Wade, and now Michael Carter Williams. And it's just like you, you, you can't. None of them can shoot yeah. at all. So I'm not optimistic. I think it'll be fun to watch. Um, I just had him at eight as you know a hometown bias with trying to be a little realistic. So that's that's basically where I. And also, I ended up. gosh, if you're not, they don't have like big men who can defend either. <laughs> they don't have anyone that can protect the rim. Yeah, we got Robin Lopez. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's a good defender. He's fine. And then Taj Gibson's a good rebounder, not necessarily a good defender. Miritich is a revolving door. So, and he's also just such a baby down low. Yeah, nothing makes doesn't me like happier. to rebound. Nothing makes me happier than Brett trashing Miritich every <sighs> single year. He's the most frustrating player. To well, watch. you lost Tony Snell. You're probably number one person to trash. Yeah, Tony Snell. I just always remember him missing shots, big shots, wide open, big shots. Yeah, it also makes me smile whenever Miritich has a great game. <laughs> I always try to bring it up to you immediately. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe Dwayne Wade is going to shoot more threes. Maybe Jimmy's going to shoot more threes. I don't think that's a good thing, though. Dwayne Wade should yeah. not take more threes. Here's the problem as well. All three of those guys to score need the ball. Yeah, Dwayne Wade can run off, do some action, and do some mid-range jumpers, but he's most effective with the ball in his hands, just like Rondo, obviously, and Jimmy Butler. So I don't know what the uh, I don't know what practices have been like. So <laughs> well, from from. Everyone's uh, reports still Jimmy Butler's team. Yeah, apparently. still Jimmy Butler's team. Well, good. Maybe we won't trade him midway through the season and fully tank. Uh, Matt, where did you have the Bulls again? You have them at eight. I have them in my playoff. My playoff group. So, so, eight. so, moving on from the Bulls, Matt and I both have the Knicks outside looking in. Okay, I have the Knicks in the playoffs, so we can talk about them. So I have them at nine. Um, just below the Bulls, they had 32 wins last year. So we're we're basically saying that they are 10 to 15 wins better now. I guess 10 to like 13 to make the playoffs. Okay. Um, and their key additions are Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah, Brandon Jennings, Brandon Jennings, Courtney, Courtney Lee, Lee, um, Carmelo. Hopefully for a full season, I guess. And, and Porzingis. Yeah. Um, coming off the bench is kind of bleak. They have Kylo Quinn, I think, as their backup center. Not bad. Um, um, Brandon Jennings will come off. Jeff Hornacek is the new. Yeah, they got coach a new coach there, who I'm a fan of. I think Hornacek is a pretty good coach. Um, he's in a shitty situation with the Suns the last couple of years, but I I see enough there to win consistently in the regular season to push them into the playoffs especially 
because I don't believe in some of these other teams. Like the Wizards, I have at nine, and uh, I don't see how the Wizards are going to be better than they were last year. I mean, John Wall is great, and Bradley Beal can be great uh, at times, but... What I mean? What did they do this off season that makes anyone think that they're going to yeah. be better? Well, Scotty Brooks instead of Randy Whitman. Yeah, I have the Wizards in the playoffs, so we can either talk about them now or we can. I want to. I want to talk about the New York Knicks real quick. Yeah. Um, I want them to be good. I I really I wanted them to make the playoffs in my standings, but I just couldn't fit them in. There's too many teams that last year were good and didn't have enough changes on their rosters for me to like like warrant putting them in. But I do think they're going to be competitive in that race. I think the that, that's the thing. Like you said, five through ten is going to be so close. Yeah. I think that there'll only be a few games between those. Yeah. Those standings. So I, they could make the playoffs. They might not. I mean, there's no way for us to know right now. But right. I'd love for them to make it. I, I'm a I'm a fan of Mello. Um, I hope Derrick Rose does good. I think it'll be fun having Joakim Noah and Derrick Rose play. Maybe together. <laughs> Maybe not if they're injured, but. These these were my reasons for for why I had him out. Uh, Derrick Rose running the triangle sounds like a disaster. Um, yeah. Also, nobody knows better than me that it is virtually impossible to have Derrick Rose and Joe Noah on the floor at the same time. Yeah. Um, and also, injuries. here's a somewhat hot take, if you will. I think now maybe he's more mature now. We need, we need like a sound effect to put when sizzling you bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Carmelo can handle if this if Porzingis has a another breakout second year. Right, this is another thing. I'm I don't know about. if he can handle him taking the spotlight, and I think Carmelo's going to try and do too much if that happens. Because really, it should be Porzingis's team almost at this point. Yeah, he's just kind of like letting Melo still think it's his team right for now. Even though Carmelo did uh, have a career high in assists last year at four, so <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. That's just maybe he's finally like growing up and realizing, hey, maybe I'm not the number one guy on a team that's going to do well. Or maybe, he's especially just, at this point in his career, yeah, he will be the number one option though. You he will be. That, right? He will. He he will be the number. He one is option. still the best player on their team by far. It's not close. He'll definitely get better looks it's this not, year, It's too. not even close. Porzingis is great, but I think Melo is by far their best player. You know, what if he has a breakout here? That is a disrespect to him if you think that's <laughs> not true. I love disrespecting Carmelo at every turn. I mean, this is the first time that he's had actual talent around him in a long time. So, I mean, they're the 2010 All-Star it's, team, basically. It's, yes. it's, this, yes. it's this year if he wants to prove that he cares enough. So... He's going to have to prove it to everyone, I think. Um, I think only one other team I had out of the playoffs that I think both of you guys have in was the Hawks. Yeah. and I have the Hawks at 8. Yeah, I have the Hawks at 10. They won 48 games last year, which is enough, but they lost Jeff Teague, so they got Schroeder, Schroeder, whatever. He's going to be point guard. Dwight Howard just – they lost Al Horford, obviously. That's yeah. massive. Um, Dwight Howard, to me – I I can't see him winning until he proves otherwise. Doing well on I mean I guess two years ago on the Rockets he did fine, but um, they still have Paul Millsap who's an All Star. But I also feel like Baysmore may take a step back because he just got paid. How many times have we seen that where a player like him that works hard in a contract year gets paid and then has a not a great second year? Yeah. After the after a contract. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean I could definitely just like I mean we've said it. A hundred times, five through ten, I can see going anywhere. So I have him at ten. I just have him at the bottom of that list because I don't know how Dwight Howard's going to fit in. I mean, he could do really well there, but he also could just be a baby and do what he's always done since he left the Magic. I think I have them at eight. Uh, I have them at eight over the Wizards and Bulls for a couple reasons because I trust uh, Coach Bud. A little bit more than I trust Scott Brooks or Fred Hoiberg. Hoiberg is shit. Um, and I think Paul Millsap is uh, probably the. I don't know. Paul Millsap's very good, and I kind of, if he's playing well, and Schroeder and uh, Dwight Howard are playing well, then I think they're they can be pretty dangerous. But 
I don't know. It could also be the complete opposite way. I have no idea. Exactly. Um, I, I, that's think that, where I, I, I think what it's just, well, all it is is like Coach Bud. I kind of trust him to make something out of that shit than yeah. anything else. Also, Corver is probably. He's very old and can't Yeah, play he's probably done. I if mean, he, his, his career is, he, is a shell of what he it was. He didn't even shoot that well last year. But. Dennis Schroeder is the biggest question mark on that team, more so than Dwight Howard, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 Dennis Schroeder's been pretty good for the most part, but can he play the starting position? And that's really where it came down to for me. I, I dropped him like three spots in the playoffs, but you guys dropped him a lot more than that. So. Wait, where do you have him? I have him at six, so okay. I actually have him pretty high. Um, I just I, I actually think that Dwight Howard will be good for them. Yeah. I think a change of scenery is exactly what he needed to get himself back on track. And if anyone can do it, I think that coaching staff can do it. So Yeah, but we also – I agree with you, but we also said that about Dwight when he left Orlando and then when he left L.A. and now that he's leaving Houston. Yes, <laughs> but the Houston Rockets were very good their first couple years when Dwight was there. Right. They were. They were. Um, oh, I forgot. What I was, oh, I think Schroeder is, like, not that big of a drop-off from Jeff Teague is the thing. For I is think it, I think Schroeder is, like, kind of the Reggie Jackson situation where – yeah, uh, that's that's fair. He's like a really aggressive point guard who will be better as a starting point guard than he was as a backup. I think the opposite, actually. I think he'd be better as a backup. I think he's like an Eric Bledsoe type, where he's just like complete fire off the bench, just like ruining like the like this the oh yeah the burner guy and yeah. just and then like when he and not that Eric Bledsoe's a bad starter, he's good, but he was like crazy good against backups. And I also think there's a mindset change from when you're coming off the bench and when you're a starter. So he's always been coming off the bench, instant offense, coming out, shooting threes, pushing the pace. Yeah, maybe yeah. his maybe he's, his uh, mentality will be different because he's, he's always I think been it'll like have a to very be. reckless player. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll have to be. That's what I'm saying. He, he has to slow it down and realize, hey, I'm going to play 35 to 38 minutes a game. Yeah. I can't be going 100% all the time. I mean, he's not Russell Westbrook, so. He is not. Okay, we need to move on. We're going to... Let's do our top eight in the East. Okay. Um, so at eight, I have the Hawks. We talked about them already. At seven, I have the Knicks. We've also talked about. Uh, at six, I have the Detroit Pistons. At five, I have the Charlotte Hornets. At four, the Pacers. Three, the Raptors. Two, the Celtics. And number one, the Cavs. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Okay. I have the Bulls at eight. The Pistons at seven, the Hawks, we already talked about them, the Hornets at five, the Celtics at four, the Pacers at three, the Raptors at two, and the Cavs at one. Okay, I have Bulls eight, uh, seven Hornets, six Wizards, five Pistons, four Pacers, three Raptors, two Celtics, one Cavs. So our top three is the same, Yeah, and that top three I think is like if I was going to bet on anything it would be that top three in the east yeah I kind of it would be Cavs one Celtics two and Raptors three I got people feel pretty solid about that yeah um you had the Celtics at four Matt yeah yeah I was shocked by that and you had the Pacers at three and the Raptors at two uh yeah What's you, what's you your hot take on the do Celtics? Do you hear my thoughts? Yeah. Yes. Because a lot of people are painting the Celtics as the people who might knock off the Cavs this year. Right. I I don't know. I it's not that I'm like a hater for sure. They were they finished last year five or four. Uh, they were all there was like a four way tie for 48 wins, which mm-hmm. was three through three, four, five, and six. That's right. Okay. Um. So it's the same team as last year, except for they added Al Horford. They lost and to the Hawks in the first round, right? Last year. I think they were the three seed last year. I think it was four five, four five Celtics Hawks. Oh, okay. I might have yeah, been. I think they lost in game seven and then the Hawks yeah. got swept by the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That, yeah. that is correct. Um Yeah, so they added Al Horford and lost Jared Solinger and Evan Turner. That's their total transactions. Um I don't know. I'm just not necessarily convinced that they're going to make some kind of like big push. I think that uh, – wow, I'm blanking. What's their coach's name? Brad, Brad Stevens. Stevens. Brad Stevens. He's a great coach. I just don't think they have the – I mean, everyone talks about this, and it's kind of a BS reason to like 
rank a team down, but they just don't have that like juice player, like the player that like Al Horford's very good, but do you want Al Horford to be the best player on your team? Like the Hawks have had him for years. I don't know. I just I just don't think that the Hawks also were the number one seed in the East yes, two years ago. But they also had other players that were good too, like Paul Millsap, who was an All Star. Well, I don't know. The Celtics have Isaiah Thomas and I don't Jay know. Crowder. I'm having trouble. And Avery Bradley, all very good players. They all are very good players, and I'm not saying they're not good players. I just don't necessarily think that they're going to finish number two. I do think that the the reason I have the Pacers above is because of Paul George. Also, they added some really interesting pieces to their team. Um. Yeah, they added. Uh, let me let me look at this list real quick. They added Jeff Teague to their team, and they also added Thad Young and Al Jefferson. Yeah, and I think they're probably going to play Al Jefferson off the bench as like a as like a uh, a big man who can uh, just punish the opposing backup bigs. Um, yeah, Thad Young is a great player. He's I mean he's not like amazing, but he's going to be a good like energy guy. Yeah, as a big man, and then Jeff Teague offensively is a huge bonus over George Hill, which I think could really boost their offense. Because last year when they started this season, the Pacers were insane on offense. George Hill, Paul George, and C.J. Miles were just draining threes. Now, I know George Hill isn't there anymore, but Jeff Teague, I think, is a reasonably good I think that's shooter. a wash. I, I, honestly, I think that's a wash. George Hill and Jeff Teague, I think it's just like a... You know what yeah, I mean? I don't yeah. think one is like way better or way worse than the other. I'm a big fan of the Pacers. I mean, Al Jefferson's huge. Paul George, I think, is probably going to finish top five MVP voting. And they got Nate McMillan. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that really means anything because, I mean, he was fine with the Trailblazers, but um, new coach coming in town. The, the reason that I like the Celtics is because... This is a Paul George contract here, right? Is, is he it? unrestricted after this year? That sounds right. Um, the reason I like the Celtics at two, um, obviously they added Al Horford, but I think with Al Horford at the five and then four smalls around him, that can be so dangerous. So yeah. putting Jay Crowder at the four, Al Horford at the five, like uh, Marcus Smart at the three, Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas, I think that can be a poor man's version of like the the Warriors, I it's guess. Like, I feel like it's handing – I think Brad Stevens is – like a, at least a top five, probably like top three coach. Yeah, it's like handing him a loaded gun. Yeah, I, I mean, think. It's he's like, really crafty. He's got so many weapons now. Yeah, uh, and like that's just like a big talent upgrade from Jared Solinger to Al Horford too. Oh yeah, and you know what I think? This is uh, this is about a different team, but I just saw him. The Raptors are the East version of the Clippers to me. Yeah, good regular season every gonna, year. They're going to be amazing in the regular. Yeah, Powell, Lowry, and but they can't uh, get it done in the playoffs. What's uh, Demar Derozan are going to be amazing again? But yeah, now while that's true, they still made it to the conference finals. They did like stumble into it, but they made the conference. Yeah, finals. and was, they won two games. They did win two games. They lost four two in the conference. They finals. did, but it was just such a shitty Eastern playoffs. They lost. They yeah, lost Biombo, really and they got Solinger. I think both are kind of like yeah, whatever. Um, they're going to win a lot of games, though. Hornets and Pistons are another one of those teams where I don't know where they're going to be. They could be out of the playoffs, too, but I think like the talent that's on those teams is like slightly above most, like uh, like the Knicks, Hawks, Wizards, Bulls. I left the Hornets squad. in because of coaching. That's like the yeah. only reason. And they have like they didn't lose many players, and it's just like consistent. The Wizards. No, the no. Hornets. I do oh, want to hear your, your logic for the Wizards. I think that would be interesting to talk about. Yeah, the Hornets, I don't know why I chose them. They won 48 games last year, which is insane to me. That's like the most quiet 48. Yeah, they they don't have a lot of star power on their team either. But they added, Kimba, Kimba's really good. They added Bellinelli. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. he can spread, stretch MKG the floor. MKG will be back too. Yeah, I think their biggest uh, like difference maker or key player, not that he's the best player, is Batum. Yeah. I think if Batum is really good on defense, offense, I mean he's like a he's like a LeBron type player in the sense that he can score, pass, and rebound. Obviously yeah, nowhere near as sure. good. But I think he's important. Obviously Kemba, they gotta keep him under control. Marvin Williams was a stud last year. Um so yeah, I have him at seven. So I think I think they'll get in. Yeah. Um 
The Pistons, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just feel no, like they're going to be in. Reggie Jackson's out for a while, so that's a question mark. And they have Stan Van Gundy, who's, you know, yeah. he's he's a great coach. And they added Boban, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's worth something. Uh, Wait, who? Oh, the Bucks added uh, Matthew Delvadoa. Yeah. And, yeah. Delhi's going to be out of the playoffs this year, unfortunately. Thank God. Um, but I think without question, the Cavs are going to win the East. Yeah, I finals think that's a that's a no brainer. Go to the finals again. Uh, the only team that I had in that you guys didn't was the Wizards. Yeah, and I, th- I just I think John Wall is awesome. I think he's a top five point guard. If Bradley Beal can stay healthy, which is a huge if, that's going to be good. They added. Jan Mahimi got rid of Nene. I think that's a that's an increase. Mm-hmm. And they got Scott Brooks. I mean, Randy Whitman. He has to be better. He than has to be Randy better. Whitman, but I don't I don't think he's going to be good either. So they won forty one last year. So they have to increase their wins by let's say four or five to get in. Yeah, I, I think that I think I think Scott Brooks and more and a healthier Bradley Beal will get them there. That was one of the ones I had a lot of trouble with. I just put them out because I just don't. I just haven't seen. I don't know what, what. What was the best they finished in the last few years? Like four, I think, and like two. Yeah, years ago. I think you're right. Yeah, they finished like fourth. Um, I mean, they could definitely do it, but the reason they made it that year was because. Uh, what's that guy's name? Oh yeah, Gortat, Gortat, and. Uh, yeah, they beat the Bulls. Nene was Nene and Gortat were beasts that year. I feel like they beat the Bulls and in the first. Nene's round. dropped off a lot since then. He's not even on the team. Gortat's not quite the same player. Well, the way people play offense now, those two players can't be on the floor at the same time. Oh, no Because they, yeah. they can't switch on to win players true. That's and true. play any defense whatsoever. Um, uh, we should move on to the West. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we'll start from the bottom again. I'll start from the bottom and the West at 15. I have the Kings at 15. At 14, I have the Phoenix Suns. At 13, I have the Lakers. Uh, at 12, the Denver Nuggets. At 11, the New Orleans Pelicans. At 10, Dallas Mavs. Uh, and at 9, the OKC Thunder. Yeah. Sizzling right. hot. I, that, that's one that I guess we're going to talk about, but <laughs> go ahead. Steaks Matt. on the grill. Wait, real quick, Paul. Did you guys do the East or the West first? And doing these? Yeah. I started the West. I had think so I much did trouble. The I went to the East. I did, I did the, the East, East first. first. I thought yeah. you guys would do the West just because that's I your conference. I ping pong back and forth because I had a lot of trouble. Okay, um, Matt. All right. I have the Lakers at 15, the Kings at 14, the Suns at 13, the Nuggets at 12, the Pelicans at 11, the Mavericks at 10, and the Timberwolves at 9. Nothing crazy. Okay, I have... Lakers at 15. I have the Pelicans at 14, but I'm actually really regretting that. Uh, I have the Suns at 13, the Kings 12, the Nuggets 11, the Mavericks 10, and the Grizzlies at 9. Okay, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll save that for a second. Uh, the first thing I want to bring up is y'all have the Lakers at the bottom, yeah. at 15, and both, yes. both of y'all. I think the Lakers are going to be better this year. How much better? Um, in theory, they should be better, but I don't think like ten games better. Maybe I mean yeah. how how from like what fifteen to twenty five? They won seventeen last year. Okay, seventeen. I'll say twenty five wins. Eight wins better. Uh, and I don't know. I think the Kings are going to tank hard. Yeah, and I think the Suns are I, are really not going to be good at all. See, the thing about the the Suns though is they have a lot of good players. They were just so injury prone last year. Yeah, I was looking at the Suns roster. They, they got have a Booker. Good roster. Who, they have Booker, who I think is going to be yeah. good. They have Bledsoe, Brandon Knight. They have a really good backcourt. Bledsoe, the, yeah, Booker. those are all players that are like almost interchangeable. Yeah, and then Tyson Chandler is their only real front court player who's offensively Alex Lynn actually has played pretty good last year too. Okay, yeah. Who? Oh, Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn yeah. was pretty good last year. Uh, but with the Lakers, you have Byron Scott being gone, which is huge. Oh, that's you have, five wins right yeah, there. Yeah, you have yeah, this whole true. this whole Kobe fiasco being over, yep. where Kobe doesn't feel like he has to get 30 shots a game. Yeah. Every night is a spectacle. Um, and then you brought in Brandon Ingram. D'Angelo Russell, I think, is going to be really solid. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I could see them they winning got, 25 they, games. They got sure. Luol Deng, like we said, and they got Mozgov. I mean, it, it's probably a bad contract. And they got Luke Walton. It but. just reminds me too much of the last few years when they added like these like veteran guys, but they're all just like washed up players. Besides Mozgov, like Calderon, washed up. Yeah. Lil Dang washed up. No, oh, come on. Lil Dang can still play solid. I like Lil Dang. He can play he, solid. Ba- he's okay. not going to get you like... Everyone thought the same thing about Roy Hibbert, and then Roy Hibbert came in. And was no. Just, everyone goes... No, 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 no. Don't give me this. Dude, Roy Hibbert was Do not compare Lil good. Dang to Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert was an excellent basketball player. He for was. one year at the Pacers. Not for one year. No, it was Most like three years. years. He was good. He was the best. Give he him went, some credit. He respect. Went, he went from the best defensive center by far in the NBA to just being nothing. <laughs> he went to being like no rebounds a game. I don't know what happened to him. It must have been mental. Uh, but I, I think the Kings are going to be bad. I love Boogie, but they have they make no sense in how they construct their roster, and it's not getting any better anytime soon. That team, like the they don't players... have Rondo to distribute the ball anymore. So that team is like a collection of players that are like kind of good, but when you look at them together on one roster, you're just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I do not want to play for that. Like team. Rudy, Rudy Gay, um, Aaron Aflalo, Matt Barnes, Jordan Farmar, Ty is, Lawson. That's people they added this year. Yeah. Hey, don't hate on Farmar. You guys probably loved him last year. He was very no, mediocre. he was terrible. Okay, we all have the Mavericks out. Yes, we all have them at ten. Actually, yeah, I th- I only put them at ten because. Dirk and Rick Carlisle on Yeah, that. I did, that's the same. I literally have written next to their name Dirk slash Carlisle. A lot that's of, it. A lot of people were putting them in the playoffs just because of Carlisle. People give... Which is crazy. The Mavericks get a lot of respect. I mean, they I'm, always cobble together like a squad yeah, that's of, true. of like mediocre players and, and make something out make of it. Make it work, yeah. But I don't know. That can't happen like three years in a row where your team just gets worse and worse and worse. And you still make the playoffs. Especially... When other teams are getting better, uh, I like the Nuggets to win about thirty-five games. I think. I think the Nuggets will be because they got pretty good. Will Barton's good, and they're also getting Wilson Chandler back, who I don't think they had at all last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to. I don't think they're going to be pushing for a playoff spot, but I think they'll be decent. They have good young players too. I think yeah. Moutier will have to be a lot better this year for them to uh, even get close to sniffing the playoffs. I, I mean, think with I Will think Barton, will, but. And Wilson Chandler, Gary Harris was pretty good last year, and mm-hmm. Jokic and uh, Nurkic are going to be better. Like, yeah, I think they better. have a lot of talent, and yeah. I like Mike Malone as a coach too. Um, but I I have the Pelicans ahead of them at eleven because I think Anthony Davis have about a bounce back year. Yeah, um, they just need to stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> That that was their problem before the even before the season even began last year. They were getting like decimated with injuries. I think they'll be a lot better this year. They made the playoffs two years ago with, I mean, a not very good team. So I think I think they'll be all right. I mean, all right as in the 11 seed in the West. <laughs> but, um, do you guys want to dive into the Grizzlies? <laughs> well, we should wait. Okay. Well, I have. A well, mind. hold on. I have the Thunder at nine. Do we want to talk about the Thunder? Oh yeah. First? Yeah, we all have them as our fringe like playoff teams. So. I have the Thunder at seven. Okay. I thought someone had them higher. What I have you? them at seven as well. You have them at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty bad. I I had them a lot lower at first because I still remember when Durant was out two or three years ago. And they were horrible with just Russell Westbrook. Now, I think overall their talent level is better now than it was those couple years ago. Because I think Steven Adams is really good. Uh, but they don't have Ibaka anymore. Um, Oladipo, I'm not convinced that Oladipo is actually a good player. I mean, he's always been someone with potential on a bad team, so... I'll believe Oladipo when I see it, but what do y'all think about the Thunder? Y'all both have, have the men, so is I just—is it, it just Russ is good enough to make the men? Yeah. So the year that they missed the playoffs when Kevin Durant went down, if Anthony Davis wouldn't have made that buzzer beater, they would have been in when they played them earlier in the year. So they were out by like one game. But also, I just can't keep 
this is the theme I was talking about with players on a team. So they have Russell Westbrook, who I think is a top four player in the NBA. Steven Adams is probably a top three center. Um, Oladipo, like you said, huge question mark. I have no idea what he's going to be like. Um, Sabonis, don't know. He's a rookie. I just feel like with Russell Westbrook just going in full-on fuck-you mode could either be incredible or terrible. So I... It's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, so I erred on the side of incredible, and I just have them at seven. So last year they won 55, take away at least six, seven, eight wins. They're losing Durant and Ibaka. So I still have them in in a high seed or low seed, whatever you want to say. So that was my uh, that was my logic behind them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel the same way. That I don't really have much to add to what Brett said. Okay. Grizzlies, or do we want to? We can go, go talk T Wolves because I have them in. Let's talk Timberwolves. I have them in too. Oh, you have them in too. Should we just read our top eight then, or should we go on the Grizzlies now? Okay, we can talk about the Grizzlies. Uh, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like you just put them out of the playoffs to make us mad or to, or to have something to talk about. I don't know. I think you did that for content purposes. Hey, I didn't say fuck you when you had Bulls out. I put the, well, I, I was nice. I gave you, you the have, consolation yes. Bulls number eight. Okay. I had you at nine. That's not like I'm saying you're 12. It hurts. Um, I think it, it's just like classic from a Grizzlies fan perspective. Everyone... It's it's always this year is the year that the Grizzlies aren't going to make the playoffs. This year is the year that they're going to be too injured and too old to make the playoffs. And it's that it's just another I'll believe it when I see it moment. Yeah, but if you think about it like that, if they've said that the past three years, one of the years it's going to happen. The well, same thing yeah. as saying the Spurs are going to like eventually get out of the playoffs and then they never yeah, do. Yeah, except they keep retooling and reloading. They same lost. With, okay. No, do not say the same thing. They have Kawhi Leonard and they, got, and they got Lamarcus Aldridge. You cannot compare the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Okay, but before that, there were like three years before they got Kawhi Leonard yes, where that but, exact same thing happened. Where when the Grizzlies won the. Well, but who are you? Who are you comparing these players to? I'm so not. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Comparing. No, I'm saying even before that. So you have. Just they like, had players. They never lost Tim Duncan, who is the best power forward who's ever played. They've always had Tony Parker. Okay. This They've wasn't about the Spurs. I'm just saying it's it's. We're getting comparable. a little off topic. Anyways, doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, yeah, there's just never mind. You, you people are <laughs> people forget. I'm so I'm just filled with rage. Well, now. people <laughs> forget how good we were last year. The fact that uh, we were like the four seed in the West before everyone started getting hurt, and then we still made it into the playoffs with half of a season without Gasol. And another third of the season without Conley. Um, this is this is so. This is what I have next to the Grizzlies. I think they're the most puzzling team in the NBA to me of what they're actually going to be because I think it can go one of two ways. I think it can be. I think they can be the five seed, and I also think they can be the ten seed. And it all depends on obviously health. That depends on every team. But who is coming off the bench that's solid? Zebo. Yeah, Zebo. Um, Vince Carter is 40. Yeah. Who else is coming off the bench, honestly? Wade Baldwin, is he your backup point guard as a, yes. as a rookie? It, it's going to be a work in progress. The bench is going to have to be James a work Ennis in progress. James Ennis wants but. Chandler Parsons is back. Also a question mark. Yeah, Chandler Parsons, the big free agent, he's not even going to start the regular season probably. He's been injury prone the last three years. I mean, yeah. I think Conley will be healthy this year, and I hope Gasol is, but he's on the wrong side of 30, seven footer with a that's broken his foot. Yeah. That just worries me. Well, no, yeah, I definitely, because I was thinking about this a lot when making these, like how, like for some teams, you can, you like predict it based on them being healthy, but then for some, you predict it based on them probably getting injured. Like I didn't know exactly how to weigh that in my mind. Like am, I'm counting on them being injured and them being in this spot. Because uh, if the Grizzlies get injured, they're not going to be the four seed, like for sure not. Uh, so I have like their ceiling at the four seed, but if they, if Conley or Gasol 
get injured if Parsons never comes back fully healthy because he just had surgery last year. I don't know. I mean, they could definitely miss the playoffs. But I'm predicting it based on they definitely have the talent to be the four seed. Well, I think it's like you 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 do these teams. So like the Warriors, for the most part, the players on their team aren't really injury prone, or the Spurs are the same way. I mean, you have Kevin Durant who hurt his foot a couple years ago, but like the Knicks, everyone's like, oh yeah, there's no way they're going to stay healthy. They have Derrick Rose, they have Joe Kim Noah, they always get hurt. I think, hmm. I think, with all the players that you have on your team and with the bench. I just think it's more of like a, not like, well, why don't we talk about this with other teams? I think it's important to talk about them getting injured because last year your two best players were injured. Yeah. Even though Mike Conley's isn't like a Gasol injury. I mean, it's more of just like a... I will say Mike Conley is healthy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is Gasol. He also rested for a long time. Gasol's healthy right now. Mm, no, he isn't. He's not? He's playing in the preseason. He has, he has a, bone a bruise. Yeah, he has a bone bruise on his foot. Um, on the bad foot? No, on the other foot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's I guess it's a cop out, but we'll just wait and see if people get hurt. I mean, you could say the same thing about the Trailblazers. This is separate, and I know we haven't gotten to this yet, but like, I was going to drop the Trailblazers a lot because I was like, if one of their players gets hurt, only their like star players, like right. Lillard or McCollum, gets hurt. They're not going to they, be good. They're going to be bad. Then all of a sudden they have no depth. But I was like, wait, I can't do it that way. So I like changed my ranking system and bumped them up and bumped the Grizzlies down. So you should be proud of me. Brad. Well, yeah, but but once again, they don't have an injury history. That's why. You, Damian Lillard, Lillard has always been healthy. Okay. So since, we're talk, since we're talking about them, let's do our top eight in the oh, list. Okay. Uh, at eight, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Seven, I have the Rockets. Six, I have the Jazz. Uh, five, I have Portland. Four, I have the Grizzlies. Three, the Clippers. Two, Spurs. And number one, I have the Warriors. Whoa. Well, hot take. You're, Warriors yeah, hot at one. Take. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke okay. hot. Uh, I'll do my eight now. Uh, at eight, I got Rockets. Seven, Thunder. Six, Utah Jazz. Five, Memphis Grizzlies. Four, Portland. Three, LA Clippers. Two, the Spurs. And one, the Warriors. I have eight Timberwolves, seven Thunder, six Jazz, five Blazers, four Rockets, three Clippers, two Spurs, one Warriors. Okay. No love. No love for the Rockets. At seven? I thought. That was love for the Rockets. I honestly was like, I was like, I was, like, I was trying to figure out if they were going to make the playoffs or not. I was sneaking them yeah. in. I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of high. This is going to be a hot take. And then I saw yours, and I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> really? Well, I is could, it that I, crazy? I could no. see them being pretty good, but I, I just don't know about D'Antoni. They were really bad last year too. Houston was. Honestly, yeah, they still made the playoffs though. They had like the worst year I they think, could have had, and they still made the playoffs. Yeah, I think. After us talking, I probably would drop the thunder down and bump the rockets up slightly. I'd bump. I well, yeah, I'd bump the. Wait, rockets. where do you have the rockets? I've got them at eight right now, so oh. I'd at least bump them up to seven. Maybe do a little. No take backs. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But no just, just saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I guess I like the rockets. I don't have that much to say about them if they play like okay defense. And they shoot as well as they can shoot, then they're going to be really good. They're going to shoot so many threes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Harden will get his points, and I also have win game. I also have James Harden for MVP. That's he's my MVP. Mm. I like that. Eight to one odds right now. They were twenty to one. Is LeBron the favorite? Yeah, I think so. Eh, yeah, LeBron and Curry, I think, are at the top. Which I don't see Steph winning again with Kevin Durant on his team. No, I I think this. LeBron will probably win it this year. I don't think there's really anything to talk about with the Warriors. They added Kevin Durant. The Spurs lost him. Duncan added Pau Gasol. The Clippers got Blake Griffin back. The exact same team. Yeah. Uh, the Blazers, I don't know. I just feel like they're going to be good. Oh, <laughs> I, They I got mean, Evan Turner. They got Festus Azili. 
Um, I don't know how much either of those really adds to their team, though. I mean, it's just we'll going to see. It's just going to come down to how good can Lillard and CJ McCollum be on a night-to-night basis. So I, uh, I don't know though. They lost Chris Kamen, uh, <laughs> the scary man, the goat. Uh. But yeah, I like Portland a lot. I have them at five, but I could probably put them... I don't know. I could put them at even three. I could see them being better than the Clippers. But the problem is, I don't know. They they have two really great players. The Clippers have like three. So, so. it seems like a hot topic of preseason conversation is the Jazz. Yeah. So there's like this huge bump in the Jazz's stock. So last yeah. year they won 40. And this year, Vegas has their over-under, I think, at 48, 48 and a half, maybe. Does that sound right? Yeah. yeah. So I have them at six, which is probably around that we amount of wins. We all have them at six. Yeah, we all okay. have them at six, which I was not expecting to have them at six going into this. But I think they actually do seem like more of a solid team than Houston or Minnesota or the Thunder to me. See – Minnesota, I just have so much faith in Tibbs and Carl well, Anthony Towns. We can get to Minnesota in oh, a second. Okay. Don't the subject. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's too early. I, <laughs> I get so uh, excited. But I I think the Jazz, I mean, people are talking about them being a top five, top four seed. I I just, I don't know about that. I Who on their team has ever, like... Okay. Their best player is Gordon Hayward, Here, and he's going to start off injured. Let me name their new the new people they added to the team. So they added Boris Diaw. Solid. Not impressed with that. Oh, I'm impressed. George Hill. I think that's, that's probably really, their best. That's, that's their probably best their best pickup. One. Yeah. Joe Johnson. Not impressed by that. Not not impressed by that either. Okay. They're also getting Exum back. That is yeah. true. That's a good point. He's going to be the backup point guard. I mean, one of yeah. The issue was last year with them is they had not very good point guard play though. And they had good players everywhere else. So add George Hill, at least like league average point guard who plays good defense. You could sure. maybe say that he's above average in general, but maybe like slightly above average, plays great defense, shoots threes. That's not bad. So if he's their their major uh, addition, they're supposed to jump eight games from getting George Hill? I think, well, Rudy Gobert was very injured last year, didn't play very much. Also, Derek Favors is really solid. Yes, and Rodney Hood is improving. He was really good last year. I think those are the thoughts. I also, can, I like I Quinn honest, Snyder, too, the coach. Yeah. Quinn Snyder, I think he's no, a really yeah, good coach. So I think it's just like a culmination of things. And I, I, I mentioned this at one point. I think we were like discussing it in a thread. But like, you can't just play like adding – like you can't just like add like oh these three they added four players therefore they're going to be twenty wins better like right. you can't like add it doesn't work that it's way. not There's like, like a chemistry player, and yeah. like culture about teams you only have a certain amount of minutes to go around yeah exactly know. it's not like a player is worth x amount of wins exactly yeah um so yeah I I think the Jazz well it's that people are are expecting them to make this huge jump and I think I was telling you Matt people always expect some team to make a huge jump last year it was the pelicans probably right the year before that it was the suns and it just it never works out yeah, there's and, always the sexy pick like the timberwolves for like four years in a row when yeah. Kevin love was there they'd always pick them there's the there's always like someone has to these these things have to be interesting what we're doing right now has to be interesting so someone's going to pick someone more interesting than the same eight teams that won last year. So now um, looking at it, going back to the Grizzlies at four, you have them winning ten plus more games than they did last year. You have them yeah, winning mid. Well, they had a whole half of a season without Gasol, and then a third of the season without Conley. They so they're probably like, gonna have to be mid fifties to to be four. Mid fifties because last year Thunder were four at fifty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, wins. Well, I oh, wait, the no, Thunder, sorry. The Thunder are dropping so far. Sorry, they they were, 53 was the four seed last year. I think they could get to 53. That's I was going to say 52. I think they could get to 52, 53 if they stay healthy. Yeah. They dropped like, well, they went like 3 and 14 in their last 17 games or something insane. Yeah. So if you think about it that way, like go 500 at that, they would have made, they would have gotten 50 wins last year. <laughs> yeah, I just think. Uh, the biggest question mark is the bench, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, more than the health. 
Yeah, no, that yeah. that is definitely the biggest the biggest question. Um, They're banking on players. They've got a lot of they've clubs. got a lot of youth that need to step up and play big minutes, like uh, Jarrell Martin. Yeah, and uh, Jamichael Green's going to be starting this year. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. If, if he can play solid defense and switch on to people and shoot some threes, and, yeah, do and just do something offensively. I, th- I mean, I think we'll be. Thing I'm most Pretty excited good. about with the Grizzlies is that they just like opened up the offense. I was reading an article to say today that said, "Yeah, that I really want to see they're, that." They're going. They're like when they start the offense, everyone's sitting at the three point line. They're not like clogging the paint anymore. Zebo uh, like and offense. Gasol are shooting a lot of threes now. Yes. We'll see. I, I'm I'm not so sure that that's going to keep going in the regular season. I, I hope it's it more does. of an experiment, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think Zebo would, but I don't know if Mark will, or maybe yeah. it's the opposite. <laughs> who knows but uh that that's gonna be interesting i know jermichael's shooting more threes and mike conley's been saying that uh he he's gonna have a lot more room to operate and they're gonna try to have him like off ball a lot which i think could create some interesting opportunities for him yeah so we want to wrap up with the timberwolves sure yeah um, uh go ahead i believe in tom thibodeau and the athleticism he has, I mean, he's got Carl Anthony Thibodeau Towns. is not athletic. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> he's not. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Dunn. Very exciting. Very young. Very athletic. Very talented. Sure. Yeah. Now they won twenty nine games last year, so they're gonna have to make a major leap, like over ten wins. Yes. Yes. Like fifteen. Like fifteen wins. wins. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Carl Anthony Towns, he's awesome. I know everyone's like all over him right now, but do you see the GMs voted if they could start their franchise with any player? Carl Anthony Towns is forty eight percent of the yeah. GMs. I mean he's He's Anthony Davis from two years ago, basically, at this point. Yeah. Like as far as the hype. The hype is unreal around the Timberwolves. And honestly, I just I just don't see them making the playoffs. I don't think that's reasonable. I don't think that's fair to them, to be honest. I think next year they could make a big, big push. I see, just think- I think this this is Carl Anthony Towns' second year. This is his, this is going to be his breakout moment. Yeah, he's going to be Davis like, eight seed yeah. moment. Um, I mean, but he's got so much more talent than Anthony Davis did too. He's got a good coach, number one. Yeah, very and, good coach. And he's got Wiggins, Zach Levine, who can score, get buckets. Yeah, Zach Levine. Uh, Rubio's a nice point guard to have. And then Chris Dunn, who a lot of people think is going to win Rookie of the Year, right? Um, I think they are Shabazz, right? They yeah, they got they got Shabazz, the Grizz, the Grizz killer. He always goes <laughs> off against the Grizz. It's the most random players always. It's like I know. the Grizz killer, Kevin it's Martin, like, the ultimate Grizz God, killer. I hate Kevin Martin, Jamal Crawford, the Grizz killer. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Young, that one game against the <laughs> Clippers. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I think they are the true sexy pick, though. I think that's the actual team more so because the Jazz. I can like. This is like I'm not hating on you guys at all, but I'm saying the Jazz were close to making the playoffs. Jazz right. were close, so that's like a like a logical leap. They're only making like a sure. few more games, but like winning like 18, 15, however many more games is a huge leap, regardless of like how much talent you add. I, I mean, I I totally understand the progression of like these players are going to get better, therefore they're going to win more games. Yeah. But there's just a lot of talent in the West. I just think it's going to be tough for them to do that. I mean, the map like. Honestly, they don't have to play Kevin Garnett any minutes anymore. That is true. Good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't have a corpse for a coach anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that's th- those two things probably together are ten wins maybe. That's fair. That's definitely. That, um, I mean, like I, I, yeah. I, I, I totally get the, the hype. They're going to be super fun to watch. I'm excited to watch them play. I just want to see a little bit. I I don't know why I'm buying into the hype for the Timberwolves, but not the Jazz. I just love Tibbs. That's why. And I'm kind kind of buying into the Knicks too. Oh, I'm that not, doesn't really make sense. I'm not bought into. The I don't. Knicks. I don't think. I think I want to change my Knicks pick. Now. I'm just too late <laughs> after talking I was just about it. Really boring and safe. So at least you guys had some fun picks. I don't know. This this wasn't very fun. Although I did. <laughs> <laughs> These picks weren't very fun. Uh, yeah. The well. I mean, this was fun talking about it, but 
I don't I don't have much confidence. In I think we all have instant regret say, after talking yeah. about it. I know. There was a few <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, well. We learned our lessons, yeah. I guess. We'll find out. If you guys want to decide the two losers' punishment, you know. Well, we won't find out to the end of the year. Yeah, it's going to be a long haul. <laughs> But we have a and whole you, year. You know, if, you guys, if you guys just send them throughout the year, we'll we'll say them out. Yeah, loud and we, and yeah, we can, we'll we'll make it a little thing of. Uh, I think the default is the Tijuana Mamas, though. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if I win, I may God, make no. I may make uh, Jay buy a uh, Trump Pence shirt and wear that around. Three. I times don't know a week. why that's like particularly funny to <laughs> put can, a Trump like, Pence shirt on me. Go buy us like Hardee's burgers and make us eat them or something. No, Hardee's that, is that delicious. Before. <laughs> no, remember you bought me that the Hardee's. Jalapeno oh popper. yeah, that's like, true. Okay, free meal. I'll take. I'm sure I'll have to wear a LeBron jersey or something. So, uh, well, hopefully we can drop creative ideas throughout the season. Yeah, please shoot us ideas. We'll have a long time to think about punishments. Yeah, but we don't have any uh, reality TV right now, so I think we're just stuck at NBA. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't want to make any promises about other podcasts or other topics yet yeah we've done i've that done so that in much. the past <laughs> yeah we're gonna have something coming soon about uh frank ocean uh, no four no. months later it's still no podcast <laughs> hey since last time you've heard us there is a new frank ocean album so everyone should enjoy that uh and it's very good yeah is that All right. it? yeah that's it i guess so uh i guess i don't even know i guess I, we'll we'll try to do it weekly again yeah no promises though yeah, at least once the season gets in full swing. It'll yeah, it'll definitely be more interesting, more stuff to talk about. So Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh tune back in soon. There's no tuning. Download <laughs> us again soon. See ya. <laughs>